Welcome to Spaghetti Launchers, a world-building podcast where we throw spaghetti at the wall when it's up to you what sticks. I'm Kyle. I'm Ethan. This week we will be discussing Thieves Guilds. Blast to the past. This was one of our earlier episodes. No, it um, wasn't. I am mistaken. This is the first time we have discussed this topic. Welcome to our episodes on Thieves Guilds. My <laughs> memory has clearly been stolen from me. And messed with. <laughs> Kyle, what are your favorite examples of Thieves Guild? The immediate Thieves Guild I think of now is Terry Pratchett's Thieves Guild um, in Discworld. The Thieves Guild that is sanctioned and they are, they have like a amount that they're allowed to steal every month or every week. Yeah. And it's like a quota that they have to steal that much okay. and no more. Okay. And one of the main characters comes he comes into town and becomes a, a sheriff deputy and is like tries to arrest them and then gets reprimanded for like no 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 we Don't let them, them we let them do that because yeah. they were going to steal so much anyway so we we just said okay we'll make you an official guild with like a guild hall that is like clearly marked thieves guild you can walk nice. in there and arrest them which is what he does but they like made them official so they would not be as big of a nuisance. They just it's legalizing uh, right. drug use. That's a funny thought. Thieves Guild. I like that. Otherwise, I think of uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion has a really good Thieves Guild where the, the Thieves Guild leader is called the Gray Fox. Yeah, and he wears a hood, and yeah. it's gray. And then you get to become the Gray Fox, and it's really fun. You find the bust of him, the statue of him, in Skyrim. Oh, there you go. During the Thieves Guild quest, because like, normally Thieves Guilds are pretty straight up. It's just hey, yeah, we steal shit. It's rare that it has a, a unique flavor, and that's why Terry Pratchett really sticks out to me. Yeah, that's fair. I, I like, for me, the one, there are two that stick out to me. Okay. One, the first one that I ever, or I'm, it might not be the first one that I ever learned about, but it's the earliest to come to memory, is the Thieves Guild that Gambit works for, or, or is raised by in Marvel Comics and the X-Men. Okay. I just remember reading Thieves Guild and being like, oh, this is cool. So cool, in fact, to the point that in elementary school, when we were learning about history, I brought up, the, we were learning about guilds. I was like, oh, yeah, and there were Thieves Guild. And I saw the teacher die a little inside because they were, there were not official Thieves Guilds. And unless you were in Discworld. Unless you were in Discworld. Now, remember being very embarrassed by that. So fun little history into Ethan. Back to the podcast. Um, I just thought anyone that could produce a character as cool as Gambit must be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the Skyrim one sticks out to me. I like that they have the patron deity of, of luck, uh, Nocturne. Mm -hmm. I think I thought that was very cool. That was a great addition. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that is just kind of fun to think through is, uh, uh, Aladdin and, and the King of Thieves. Uh, mm -hmm. when he's got the four, he's got, uh, the 40 thieves, his father's the head of the 40 thieves and, it's got singing what? and music, and it's kind of like a fun fraternity, except, you know, they you can steal make... shit, and they're looking for the hand of Midas, which it turns everything to gold. It's just pretty cool. And you could, you could consider, like, maybe even, like, Robin Hood and his men were a bit of a guild. Yeah. Uh, they're more of a band, but, you know, something in that vein of yeah. taking the rich and giving it to the poor. Absolutely. Um, there's, yeah, there's something in there. Yeah. So, um, a, lot, a lot of really good examples. They're a trope. They've been, they've been, I feel like a good, a, every good story sort of has one, you know, and, and that's it's it's sort of just part of it's sort of i think of thieves guilds as sort of being like elves now to the point of they're such a trope of so many fantasy worlds and stories that they're they're that common yeah and so they're just always fun and yeah and much like elves they're kind of just like 
yeah, we don't we don't mess with it. It works. It 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 just stays relatively the same. Would organized crime, like, would the Sopranos be considered a thieves guild? I don't think organized crime is a thieves guild because okay. a thieves guild really implies specifically thieving, thievery. Organized crime implies, or, or I because I feel like organized crime it really implies violence. Mm. And okay, a fair. thieves guild might do other things, but violence is not their like a tool that they really wield. Got they it. are trying to get away with stuff. Got it. So you know, bank robbers, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, the, that's a good one. The, I mean, they're it's a band of they're, they're a band a of thieves, but they're, they're friends. Yeah, they're but, a plucky thieves troop. Yeah, like a thieves troop. You just you could just take any thieves troop and just make it a little bit bigger, bigger. and then it's a guild. Yeah, it's and pretty, and you incorporate and then it, it. All grows up. Yeah. All right, so give me uh, three words. Three words. I will give you uh, malicious compliance. Nice, nice, and revenge. It's four, but I'll let you. Have yeah, it. well, the and is just I'll like let you, I'll let you have it. Yeah. It's an and percent. It doesn't count as a word. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Malicious compliance slash revenge. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What do you got? Uh, thieves without borders. Okay. Yeah. I like it. So, I, all right. Tell me about uh, how we are complying. What, what are we doing? Malicious revenge. It, yeah. It's, Which is really just revenge. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I don't think my description was actually the best description. I don't care. It's, it's I'm uh, excited nonetheless. Petty revenge is probably more Ooh, closer. Um, so, I'm way more excited about that now. Okay. Uh, so, in this world, there, there's, there was a thieves guild. A standard, prominent thieves guild. It stole for money and stole from the rich it was stole from the poor stole from the bank stole from everybody it was in a, a morally a, neutral well m- morally bad probably equal uh, opportunist yeah they were just like a a very aggressive and very prominent thieves guild okay they are as a result of that snuffed out by you know the government the king the you know the town guard whoever mm Whoever's in charge says enough of this shit and they start re- like they do busts everywhere they can. They're staking everything out. They are uh, arresting. They are doing hangings. They're doing, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, Shoot it, on sight. Type it's shit. an aggressive crackdown on him. Yeah, it works. That Thieves Guild wow. dies. It goes away. And from that vacuum emerges another Thieves Guild, but it's a lot of the of the thieves of the previous guild who now what they decide to do is steal from mostly the rich and the powerful mm-hmm. but not to take it is it becomes a sport because everything they steal they hang on public public display the following day Every so everything. Oh, it's is, like the it's like the Brooklyn Nine Nine heist almost. I haven't watched Brooklyn Nine Nine so. So every year in Brooklyn Nine Nine, there's a a heist challenge uh-huh. for the prize of being titled the greatest person slash detective. I forget what it is, uh-huh. and it always ends up being someone hiding a trophy in an increasingly elaborate traps and situations, and uh-huh. it's whoever can get the heist oh, can get the trophy. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, or it reminds it what reminds you're describing you. reminds me of yeah because it's more like oh I'm gonna sneak into the mayor's house steal his robe and then I'll put it on a statue in the town square so that it's now a robe statue it's 
taking things and then putting them out there in a very much a chaotic good kind of way yeah. or chaotic neutral just trying to show oh no we can still steal shit we're still here and this is how you think you're safe this is how close we got to you but also we aren't taking it you can rem- you can take it back yeah like we're not like they're not uh causing financial damage anymore right so now they're less of a threat and nobody like there's less of an incentive to deal with they're them more like pranksters almost basically yes or stalkers right like you know it's a you, you see in like law and order svu it's like someone gets mailed a picture of them sleeping and it's like look how close we got to you kind of thing it's oh, jesus you took that in a dark direction well, but but it's more yeah. emphasizing the thief's role as an infiltrator yes and you know they might you know they might be stealing from people's homes they might be stealing from official buildings they, they might just be uh, sneaking in, opening up the bank vault, and leaving it unlocked. Oh, just leaving it open. Do or, they tell the public or putting, the bank? Or putting stuff in there. That's very fun. I it, like it, that. It could be either way, either way. It's just we're reminding you every uh, like of what we're up to. Yeah, but, and that we're still here. Yes, and it's just this this pettiness, this revenge tale, but in a, in a fun way. It reminds me of there was a meme going around uh, in like the 2010s. That I kept seeing over and over again. Uh, it said, imagine if you broke into someone's house and didn't take anything, but just moved everything one inch to the left. Yeah. And it's sort of like that. Very much like where that. Where you're just really, you're, you're not causing them any financial or physical harm. You're just fucking with them. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I, yeah. I, I think that's, that's incredible. I, I think pettiness and spite as motivations should be explored more in fiction like what you're yeah. describing is such an awesome idea for a D character that's a rogue yeah it's like i'm not here to actually like sneak attack fine whatever i don't care that's not what i'm built for like i'm, I'm built for stealth because i want to get in i just want to fuck with people yeah because they they like i mean cut I'm off my tuition or something right yeah. like the arcane trickster yeah uh, um yeah and i i i had named this inspired by um in warhammer i don't i don't even know who they were but I but I liked the name for it, uh, the Mayflies, uh-huh. which okay. just feels because they like you know they're they're harmless, yeah, and they but they're a real bother, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just fly around. And you're like, oh, the Mayflies, and it just feels like it, it has a good ring to it for a a thieves guild that doesn't take, yeah, just more of a prankster's guild, yeah, almost. I no, like but th- they are a thieves guild though because no, they absolutely are because they're, they are they're infiltrating, they are taking, they're taking, they're just not keeping, right? It's catch and release. You never said you had to keep. Yeah, it's the taking that is part and parcel to and our definition. It's the of adrenaline. Skill. Yeah, it's the adrenaline rush is what they're seeking. They're not after the money. They're right. after the adrenaline and the fun of it and the pettiness um, and the spite. Yeah, yeah. Because some of them, it's who, who are new. It might be more for the the fun. But then the older ones, they they do it they're like nah nah nah. This guy, this guy led a lot of raids on our on our thieves guild. We're really gonna make his life quite annoying. Well, it is still a guild, but it functions almost more along the lines of a secret society. A little bit, yeah. Because there's a little bit. because thieves guilds have sort of the, there is um, there's often a financial incentive, right? Like yeah. you keep part of your cut. Yeah. But if you're not taking anything here, then you're really it's more ideologically driven. Yes, it's ide- ideological for sure. It's under the Thieves Guild umbrella because of the, the episode, but it is indeed a secret society. Right. That's far more what it is. Yeah. Because they aren't actually, uh, it's not the profession because they're not, they probably all are, have a separate se- set of income. They all have a job. Sure. Because thieving is no longer profitable because they shut down any financially right. 
uh, viable thieving. So they need to do other things. They might do other crime, or they might just be, you know, some of them might might work at the bank that they're they're robbing at night. You know, yeah. they could have, you know, one of them might work for the mayor and just, you know, like it could be anything. Yeah. But yeah, I like that. I like that. I that's that's very very fun. So I'm just stuck. I'm stuck on the fun of it. I'm stuck. I'm so into this. It's 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 like my love of it's like my love of of minor curses. Like I just yeah. think pettiness needs to be explored more. Yeah, I I, think I, this I is agree. Really, really fun and really funny. It's very it's very like uh, Douglas Adams, very Neil Gaiman. Very, it's that sort yeah, of. Yeah, Neil Gaiman would totally write something like this. Yeah, maybe he did. I don't know. I read all his books. It's possible. Um, I started watching Good Omens on Amazon, and I was like, I don't love it, but. I watched a couple episodes. It was fine. Yeah. His eyes are creepy. Yeah. David Tennant's good. eyes. Yeah, very good. But. but I, and that's how I realized David Tennant and Michael Sheen, that's why they're friends. Or that's one of the reasons they're the friends. Yeah. I didn't realize that they did that show together. I yeah. was like, oh, these guys are so, their chemistry is incredible. No, they're great. Uh, anyway, uh, that is uh, The Mayflies. Uh, what do you got there, buddy? What are your noodles? Um. So truth be told, mine is actually shockingly similar to okay. yours. Different but similar. But I think that there's there's an ideological uh, symmetry here. Okay. To the point where I think they might actually be friends or maybe like co-branches of each other. All right. Well, let's so hear Thieves Without Borders. Okay. Um, you know, Doctors Without Borders, it yeah. is an organization that where there is need, where there is need for medical assistance and support, they they go. They go into active war zones. They work with the Red Cross. They kind of go anywhere. I was inspired by them um, and then stumbled, was thinking about how do, how do we make a Thieves Guild different again, right? Um, I started thinking about the Doctors Without Borders and then sort of combined the idea of a Thieves Guild uh, almost with the League of Shadows okay. from, from uh, Batman. Batman Begins or the League of Assassins, as they're called in the comics, inspired actually by a real life um, organization called the Assassins, which I learned about when I the, was a... what the Persian. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, the, I, that's the origin of the word. I and... didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. I just learned that. I thought that was pretty fascinating. So. If Doctors Without Borders exist because they sort of accept the fact that war is a constant, right? And there's yeah. always going to be a need for doctors. This Thieves Guild exists because it accepts that bribery, greed, and corruption are sort of endemic to the human experience, right? Uh -huh. they, they just sort of exist. There's no way to get away from them. And they see themselves as a check against them. Yeah. So... I like where this is going. Just like the League of Shadows would go, you know, he's uh, um, Liam Neeson goes on that rant at the end of Batman Begins. He's like, we sacked Rome, you know, burned London to the ground, loaded trade ships with plague rats. Like they've existed as a check against imbalance yeah. uh, and corruption. I see this Thieves Guild very similarly as wherever there is massive growth in an accumulation of wealth. It could be an individual. It could be a government. It could be a company. It could be a society. It could be a neighborhood. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Wherever, Whatever it is, they just start They just start thieving like they crazy. They just start thieving like crazy. And they use different methods. So it's not always the infiltrate. The infiltrators certainly exist. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm imagining like they've got uh, con men amongst them who, uh -huh. who go in and 
do that. They've got, um, you know, they've got MLM operators maybe to <laughs> seduce people, right? Like, but think of any way that you could, you know, get a sucker away from their money. Yeah. They leverage that. And then they have these hidden networks and channels, like sort of underground banks, so to speak, where they go and they put all of the money that they steal so that those in need can access it and almost like take out, not say take out a loan, but they give it back to the poor. Wait, I'm confused when you say they have underground banks. Do you mean underground physically or underground as in the uh, off the off the grid? It's like off the grid. Okay. It's not, it, I mean, maybe some of them might physically be underground. I, I think part of the problem with that specifically is they are letting anybody know where they're at. I think it's, it's, I feel like maybe, because then they're also, they could create an imbalance themselves. Shouldn't they take it and then just kind of freely throw it around? Oh, you mean like an even distribution? Not even necessarily even, but maybe it's just go to a, go to a neighborhood in the night and just throw a, like a sack of gold in everyone's doorstep. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that works too. I, when like, I said underground, I didn't necessarily mean physically underground. I meant no, there I, is. I I, I, I I get what you were meaning. I just mean they don't want people to know that there's a, a resource for them to go to. Right. They are much like Robin Hood, just right. like we're taking from the rich and giving it to the poor, but we don't want you to know how to find us or, or know what we look like Correct. or know anything about us. We're just. We are distributing it in the dark. Correct. It is. So underground was, a, a, I think, more clandestine. That's the word yep. that I was looking for. Yeah. And the name of this Thieves Guild is the Invisible Hand. <laughs> because Adam Smith is rolling in his grave. Because it is the market correcting itself. Oh, yeah, it's true. It is the market correcting itself. So that it's, is so that's what I've got. As far as like the mechanics, you can make it play to fit in your world if if money is like dragon scales, fine. If money is digital currency, I don't care, right? But yeah, it's, yeah, the, it's the idea. But you see why I said there's an ideological yeah, similarity yeah, absolutely. to yours. They're very similar. It's uh it is much I think it's more similar to like Robin Hood because it is. take it taking the rich and giving it to the poor, but if it's that they're they're not so focused on one spot, they because no. it might be that they take from one kingdom, mm-hmm. load up ships, and sail that shit to another kingdom. Absolutely. And then say, you guys are poor. Here you go. Now go buy stuff from the kingdom over there right. because they've got all this shit and you guys need it. Yeah. So buy it with their money. Right. Like, you know, that creates, I think it's emphasizing the without borders part makes Correct. it more fun Correct. because otherwise it is just Robin Hood. No. But if you take it and you make it really like, you create distance between right. theft and redistribution. The point is that it is global. Yeah. So, I, I, God, I'm loving the visual of uh, the caravan, the caravan guards. Like, this is the most important caravan in the world because it literally contains all of the stolen wealth of uh, the king of, you know, Zynesia. Zynesia. And it's all being distributed elsewhere because King of Zynesia has been. He's a horribly greedy, corrupt, and yep. evil man. And you're just hauling it across a desert or, you know, a great forest or something. And that, like, w- the arrival at the new place. But there's always that tension of, will this caravan be sacked at some point? Because right. we are, we, we have a long journey and everybody knows this has been stolen. They're looking for it. Right. And, and so everyone's on the lookout. Secrecy becomes paramount for us in a way that like because if and maybe they saw what happened 
to the Mayflies and they're like, we can't afford that type of violence to happen against us because if they discover us, then the whole world goes under, right? You know, and something yeah. like yeah. something like that because they do see themselves as a force for good and maybe they are a genuine force for good, right? Like yeah. they are the ones keeping entire populations out of poverty. Maybe, maybe you know, also imagining if wealth is defined not in terms of money, but maybe resources. What would that look like? Because that could be another way of, of redistributing. Okay, I like that as, an, as a note of thieving, not currency. Not just cash. Thieving resources. Mm-hmm. It's harder to do. Yeah, okay. The logistics I, of it are harder. Yeah, yeah. But okay. with magic, you could do it. I'm thinking of a couple things here. So let's, let's stick with a mine. It's a traditional resource to currency pipeline especially yeah. in fantasy yep um two things they can maybe do one just shut like just you know blockade the road to the mine mm-hmm. cut it off from whoever owns it and just say well, this is ours now and then just take as much as they can mm-hmm. or show up in the middle of the night and just mine like crazy through magic, through like an army of the best dwarven miners yeah. you can find, just pillage all of these veins and do it roughly without any consideration of whether or not you would create cavens and shit. Just be like, we're just going to wreck this mine right. and just take as much of it as we can because they don't want to just, they're not disruptors, they're they're takers. Right. Because they could just cave it in and be like, well, that'll hold them back. But if you said, just say, no, we're also going to, we're going to tap these mines. We're going to take. Right, we want to get what we can because we have a mission to redistribute this wealth to yeah. the people that need it. Or just to any, or just to anybody. Right. Um, we, we, we just want to take from you and, and, and bring it elsewhere. So right. we're just going to mine, mine, mine in the night. We will try to slow them down in the morning by blockading the road anyway. Yep. Uh, maybe have some disaster happen, happen in the nearby village that they need to go deal with. I don't know, but then you just put it all in some carts and just haul ass away. Mm-hmm. Or you use magic and you, you partner up with somebody else. You, you have a powerful wizard or something and you start just like using teleportation. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you maybe you uh, dominate um, a gem dragon of some kind to come and like haul it all away for you. I don't know. You But, but have fun with it is the point. But uh, because part of this is also about it's not to say that we are going to take everything from you. Like you said, they're not disruptors. They're not necessarily trying to destroy it. Yeah. They're just trying to take. They're just trying to even even, even things the out. Field. So if you, for example, discover, oh, this this one society's got an overabundance of cattle. Then, OK, you just take the extra. You don't take. It's it's about a curve, a curve on greed. On overaccumulation. Yeah, you you just uh, cut the fence, let some of the herd run away, right? And, and then you herd them on, and you repair the fence, right? Um, and you just herd them on, right? So on the, down to the, the people next that who had, it's not like they're going to starve. Yeah, you're not punishing anybody. Yeah, you're not putting anyone in danger. You're not putting anyone at risk. You're just evening the playing field. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, I just thought, yeah, so that's the invisible hand. How are you feeling about capitalism right now, bro? <laughs> Feels like a projection of anti-capitalism, for sure. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, what? No, Kyle, you're being silly. Capitalism's fine. Kyle, speed round. Three, two, one, go. All right. I I, I think I'm really stuck on thieves. We're both I think, probably stuck on thieves guilds that are doing something that's a bit more positive rather than just stealing as a criminal enterprise. I was thinking about... Um, a thieves guild that are pacifists 
Hmm. And so they keep stealing swords from the army and throw them in the ocean. That's cool. So they are just... Maybe into a volcano? uh, They are stealing weaponry of all kinds and just saying, nope, there will be no war. And they're doing it from all sides. Like not not just like their towns, because they're like, we don't want to be defenseless if someone attacks. They're like, for every armory that we raid in our town, we got to raid an armory in their town and just really making it so that they're ne- there's never enough uh, weaponry to go to war. Yeah. So that they're constantly stuck in a cycle of, of creating new weapons where they're just like, we're, we're, we're readying to go to war. One day we'll be there. Yeah. And they can't get there because it keeps getting stolen and messed with. That's funny. Yeah. So I like that. That's it. I like that a lot. What do you have? Your um, speed round? My speed round is um, it's a thieves guild made up entirely of changelings or people that can cast self-disguise magic. Oh, yeah. Uh, And what they do is they actually steal the... Bear with me. They're called the Grave Robbers because they steal the identity of people that have recently died and then take that identity and go and start uh, a new life elsewhere using their changeling abilities. Okay. It's the speed round so there will be it's the speed round so there'll be no questions but i do have questions so yes. whatever it's I'll, very it's very specific and niche and not fully fleshed out but it is there okay um all right so then moving on to what's stuck what's stuck for you ethan hmm. a lot stuck for me this episode kyle um i really like i have this image in my head of the mayflies of like someone coming out you know like the mayor coming out and finding uh, their you know uh, their necklace at the top of a at the top of a flagpole yeah nearby yeah and just like that that image that scene is sort of playing out in my head yeah and i like that i like i, I i'm so in love of the pettiness yeah inherent to the mayflyer and the spite and it's it, it is nothing but to prove a point yes and i i i, I just pettiness and spite man that's what stuck for me i i can tell you have it. brought it up a lot <laughs> and small scale like Tom Fooler. I just, I just love it. All right. Yeah. What stuck for you? I think it's similar. It's the image specifically of uh, taking the mayor's robe and putting it on uh, a statue. Yeah. Is it's just kind of this weird embarrassment, this audacious flaunting of what's happening. And it'd be kind of fun if it was like, we took his robe. We took the captain of the of the town guard. We took his hat. Yeah. We took a shield from this guy. We take all these things and we and we just put it all on the, like the statue and just like doll him up in all of these yep. these famous items from various important people in the town to really say, oh, none of them are really in charge. Yeah. This this statue's in charge. Whatever you know, like really just fuck with them. But I mean, imagine I if you what... like took the crown and just you put, know, like, and put, put it, it on, on a cow. It's like, oh, well, the, now, the, now the cow is king. Or put it on a, not, not, not on a cow, put it on like a sheep or a goat and then let it loose in the town because a, a cow wouldn't do anything. It would just oh, kind of sit still. But, out, put, yeah. but put it on an animal, like a pig. Yeah, a greased up pig. It's got to be on a pig. <laughs> and then, and you let the pig just, just run rampant through the town and then everyone's like, is it the pig wearing the king's crown? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And then they all just take off in the other direction because they don't want to be involved yep, <laughs> just, I, I, like, I don't want to be the guy that doesn't catch the the, the the crown i was off today yeah so there you go that's what stuck for us let us know what stuck for you emails in the show notes thanks for listening goodbye